0: Welcome, one and all, to a bonus episode of Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty.
1: I'm Lady Phantom.
0: And this is episode 98. A dedication goes out to Sean Taylor from Indianapolis, Indiana. Midwest there, Lady Phantom? Ooh, cool. (laughs) This is one of his favorite movies of all time. Goes way back, and he had bought this before we got to review it. <laughs> oh, we had bought it right when he recommended this movie. It was actually a pre purchase, if I'm not mistaken, because this was slated to come back. It's a catalog title, and he was super excited. Well, <laughs> in the meantime, he did buy it in his totally disheartened by this release (laughs) hates all the youtube reviewers says they don't know what they're talking about we've been saying that for a year or more right
1: yeah right
0: but we're not going to spoil anything we might have some differing opinions here on the quality of this release and i'm really curious of what the phantom thinks of this movie Because this is the 50th anniversary edition, and she has never seen this movie, and it's in the fantasy genre.
1: Right. I had never, ever seen it before.
0: We're teasing it, we're teasing it, and we're getting it underway. think even the phantom might recognize that music do you um
1: i've heard it before i mean i didn't know that it was from this movie until very recently but i, I mean it's nothing that i i went like oh look nah i mean i i had heard it before
0: all right 40 plus year old people i'm sure you know what the movie is with that music we are covering Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971, rated G, runs for one hour and 40 minutes, and that is with credits in the beginning and end. It's about an hour and 28 minutes, the movie. It's listed in three genres, family fantasy musical.
1: I'd say that's correct.
0: Hits the mark, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Directed by who, Lady Phantom?
1: Mel Stewart. You know this guy? No okay (laughs) starring gene wilder jack albertson and peter ostrom Um, as charlie as charlie yeah
0: the lead little boy and gene wilder as Willy wonka
1: yeah and uh, peter ostrom only did this movie as far as i know he refused a contract for five movies more or something like that and he just stopped being an actor. He and he became a veterinarian. He was a child
0: actor, wasn't he? Okay. Well, can <laughs> head into that. Read that synopsis.
1: A poor but hopeful boy seeks one of the five coveted golden tickets that will send him on a tour of Willy Wonka's mysterious chocolate factory.
0: This movie opens up in a schoolyard and all the little boys and girls are running into a candy store to get chocolate after school. And we meet Charlie, the lead boy in this movie. And you see, he doesn't go into the store and he's kind of sad. He just got a job delivering newspapers It's a common thing that you did back in this age. Funnily enough, I never did do that, but all my brothers and sisters did in their time. It was a good way to make some change when you're a little kid. And he goes home and you see he lives with his mother and both sets of grandparents. Yep. And they're all bedridden, but the mother takes care of them. And you see he's a sad boy, but a very good boy. Yeah. Well-mannered, very polite, and wants to do things for his grandparents basically.
1: Yeah, he's a very nice kid.
0: Exactly. Up pops this story with the chocolate factory that Willy Wonka hasn't let anybody into his factory in many years because there's this other gentleman that is a candy maker and has been stealing his secrets. So he locked up this fortress where he makes the candy, and he comes up with a stunt to boost sales, I'm going to say, where five golden tickets will be put in chocolate bars, different types of chocolate all over the world, and the winners, the people that find these golden tickets will get to finally come into the factory and learn how the candy's made.
1: Yes, and they can all take a plus one. (laughs) Right. One of of, of the family members.
0: All right. We're going to summarize this because I think it's very key to find out where each of these kids come from. But what I do think is very key to this is that the kids that want the tickets are very spoiled very rude very mean kids
1: (laughs) yeah in general yes
0: and their parents play along with it is that a good word
1: yeah and actually like throughout the movie they make a point to say that it's the parents fault that the kids are like that
0: Right, so you have this where the parents are doing everything for their little, rotten, spoiled kids to find these tickets. And this is going on months to find these tickets. He's making more money than ever because everybody's buying this chocolate. They want this ticket to get inside of this factory. And also, whoever gets the ticket wins a year's or a lifelong supply of chocolate
1: yes a lifetime supply of chocolate and every time a kid wins a golden ticket it makes a noose all over the world right
0: this is a huge thing and we got the first half of this movie pretty much is the people winning it the kids winning it the news reporters and the family there's a little expose of each family that wins this ticket well like the synopsis says Charlie does get a ticket but funnily enough it's after all five were found just so happens there was some fraudsters going on and everybody thought the tickets were gone but no there's one left and when everybody thinks it's over Charlie finds it and He's the one who is stated in this movie wants it the most. He wants to help his family. He's actually given money <laughs> to his mother at a young age. What, 12-ish, would you say? Something uh, around yeah, there? Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: Like right before pre-teen all these kids are. But he's very helpful and he sees they're very poor and his mother's got a slave working to take care of all these parents and grandparents
1: yeah and uh, also i think it's just a mark of how dated this movie is that charlie has some money left from something and he wants to give it to his grandfather to buy tobacco right i like please take it take it and he's like no 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 i'm giving it up and i'm like oh my goodness this is dated <laughs> and funny enough i read on imdb that the director didn't want too many cars in this movie so it would never feel dated oh my god it couldn't feel more dated but that's well we're a different looking story. 50
0: years here i yeah. mean
1: yeah i mean yes but like there's no way you can just not have cars to make the movie not look dated it does yes
0: but i will say because i've watched this not all the way through many times but when i was really young of course and probably like right before teenage years so i've seen this in the 70s and 80s and then it didn't feel dated then
1: no of course not now it does you know
0: it's so the way people act is so this time period so if you're not my age at least in your 40s and upwards then this might feel really foreign but it's pretty accurate how kids acted and the schools and the candy stores and the places they're going to in this movie is a great representation i mean it was shot then so it better be but it really is accurate mm-hmm. You know, the clothes the mother was wearing, how she was washing clothes, you know, the small houses, the rooms where everybody's in a room or two, very yeah accurate
1: and actually if anything i would say that it doesn't look that much as something that was made in the 70s but maybe even before
0: right late 60s but the tv so if you're into reminiscing what it was like in the late 60s early 70s watch this movie i can say that because (laughs) what they had is very minimalistic compared to what we have now Mm -hmm. with all the appliances and technology and everything like that okay so they get into willy Wonka's chocolate factory and this guy is a prankster
1: would you say lady phantom i would say that yes
0: he's kind of strange very and he has a bizarre working ethic (laughs) (laughs)
1: to put it mildly
0: of course everybody's excited and let's just open it up like one of the first rooms they get to after some shenanigans happen is this room that's filled with waterfalls and trees and stuff but it's made of all candy
1: yeah they state that everything in this room is actually edible yeah
0: you've seen some like big gummy bears Uh uh-huh you know, the trees you can eat, the, um, what the big sunflower type, mushrooms. The
1: mushrooms, the flowers, the trees, the plants, the river. <laughs> right,
0: everybody is eating, and I only want to describe this one thing here that happens with the first boy, Lady Phantom, and we'll just say things happen to kids in this. <laughs> but he ends up falling in the chocolate river, and sucked up in this tube and get shot out of it. And this is when we meet the Oompa Loompas around this time, which mm-hmm. are key. These are these little dwarves that actually come from Oompa Loompa land.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. They have orange faces, well, orange bodies, and very, very green, like shockingly green hair. And they sing.
0: Right, and they also make the candy they're the helpers almost like elves we could call yeah, they, yes elves.
1: they are the employees but mm-hmm.
0: these rotten kids each get into some sort of trouble and they get whisked off via certain ways i'm not going to get into and then the parent that is with them goes and tries to get them back Or goes to where they're whisked away to.
1: Yeah, to retrieve them. Let's say, but but from the very beginning with what happens with this boy, you know that they will be plucked out one by one. Right.
0: Once you see this first one, did you feel that after the first one, or did it take two for you to know?
1: Well, I have already seen the remake, so I knew what was going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. But I mean, it, I think even without watching the remake or anything, I think it's very obvious from the start that if that's, gonna, if, if that's happening with the first boy and you see the others are even worse, it's only logical that they will be plucked out one by one.
0: So progressing on, let's describe some things. There's some burst out in the song.
1: <laughs> a lot.
0: Way more than I expected. Yes, Really?
1: Yes, and I am a fan of musicals, and yes, I mean, I understand that in musicals, people break into song, but here, for some reason, it happened more than I expected, but yeah, people break into song. And it was
0: calming songs, I'd like to say. It's not broadway type songs that you no. typically feel in a musical
1: well i wouldn't say that anything in broadway is typical because there are so many different kinds of musicals you never know what's coming but How yes
0: many different type of musicals lady phantom is I it know most many of musicals. them broadway type singing
1: there is not such a thing as broadway style singing i think that's a misconception because there are just varied musicals just as music there is
0: examples that isn't that type
1: oh my goodness well there's hamilton that's basically rap all of it with music obviously then jesus christ superstar is a rock opera then the phantom of the opera is opera then cats is like more poppy music that's
0: what's on broadway yeah i think the outlier would be the horror movie that i like isn't broadway style music true which is called don't go in the woods right
1: yeah i mean my only point is that i think it's a little unfair to say that something is not broadway style because there are so many things in broadway that are so different from each other
0: we say that i think people think in that when people burst out in the song they're thinking broadway a lot of people dancing a little motif that they're walking around it, and this don't per se have that
1: that is true but i would say that it's more similar than to you know the the movies that you saw in the 50s and 60s especially like american uh, movies with musical numbers like many times people burst into song like this not necessarily into a dance and a musical number but they sang a song you know
0: okay a few other things and you can pick out anything that you'd like to talk about with the story the one thing i would like to discuss is the oompa loompa songs they have meaning
1: and they're good
0: for children yes and i appreciated them
1: yes they are very sassy very sarcastic very in your face in a good way they're very
0: trainery
1: yeah i mean it's they are cautionary tales each one of them like they're telling you like you know what this happened to this kid because of this and why is the kid so spoiled because of his or her parents
0: and it's very catchy this oompa loompa song
1: yeah it's
0: (laughs) i mean i don't know it's just one of them things that rings in your head it's probably going to be in my head for weeks now (laughs) after seeing it again because it's just that tone, it's got one of them that you can't forget.
1: Yeah, it's catchy. It's catchy.
0: Uh, anything you'd like to talk about with the story?
1: Yeah, there were things that didn't sit very well with me, but I think that they might be a little bit spoilery. But I would say in general, it was decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... uh there were parts of the movie that felt a little bit out of place to me, but I also appreciate the lack of other things that were in the remake that were not here, and I appreciate that they were not here because they, were, they felt like filler. But, no, I would say that's it.
0: There is some comedy in this. There's some really hysterical lines if you're paying attention to this. Yes. there's some sarcasm that is really funny for adults
1: yes and talking about that i'm gonna say that gene wilder makes this movie i mean completely and absolutely like his lines were the only thing that made me laugh in this movie and they try they try to make you laugh all the time
0: it's not only his lines it's his reactions like when one boy's getting shuffled away oh let me help
1: yeah they they are (laughs) telling him over there (laughs) they're telling him like come on do something and he's like oh no help murder (laughs) no don't go there stop yes because all (laughs) these
0: characters especially the parents are really worried they're in precarious situations they're putting them in and the kids are being scared at times. There actually is a really touch of horror in this, in a yes. boat scene in this, in the in beginning. In tunnel. Yes, that was kind of freaky, and I liked where Gene Wilder went there.
1: That Actually, that's the, the part that I'm telling you that felt like out of place to me. It was a good scene, but it felt like it belonged in another movie somehow and funnily enough the lines from that scene are directly from the book i think and it, it just felt weird you know and i mean i oh, kind supposed of, to be. i know i know i i kind of liked it but i kind of didn't but i mean in that scene what struck me the most was that they were supposed to be going super fast like super super fast and not a hair was moving in anyone's head and i'm like yeah, yeah but i believe this see,
0: she's criticizing that i thought it was filmed super well there for the time it period. was
1: it was but would some fans hurt if you're supposing to go that fast
0: yeah but it was illusion this is like a fun house so were they True. really going fast or was it what was shown on screen going fast?
1: You make a a good point.
0: So you have that. All right, technicals time since she was weary about this little boy. I let's get into the acting. Gene Wilder of course is incredible in this. I think so. I like this guy. I've liked him. I grew up with him. Everything I've seen him in, he's <laughs> he's funny. I think he's a really good actor. Now the boy, the lead boy, Charlie, I really enjoyed his acting. I thought he did an amazing job, but we're gonna get to a f- phantom at what she didn't buy with the boy. I, because he has an arc. Y-
1: yes, I mean he has an arc, but not really, because he is a good boy at the beginning, and he is an honest boy, and he is a good and honest boy at but the he end. Now There is a scene.
0: There's some emotion here.
1: Absolutely, yes. There is a scene that doesn't sit very well with me where he and Grandpa break the rules. And I was kind of mystified there because these kids, they were being plucked out because they were not following the rules. And the only reason why nothing happens to Charlie and his grandfather is because apparently... They didn't get caught, and I didn't like that.
0: But you must not have been paying attention to the end of the movie.
1: That's why I said apparently, because at the end of the movie, it's very clear that they were caught somehow. Like, they noticed, and they mentioned that they had to, now they had to sterilize the the room and everything because they were flying, and and there were bubbles, you know? Yes, and there's a very
0: serious mm -hmm. moment in the end See, I wish you wouldn't have seen the remake, Phantom, because I would have loved this to be your first watch at your age. But it is. Because that is a jarring scene when Gene Wilder, like, flips on him.
1: Oh, but it, like, that was a jarring scene because that doesn't happen in the remake. That's one thing that they changed. So I so was, you were
0: surprised.
1: I was very surprised. And I was very happy with the payoff of that scene.
0: Right. And I will say, it's not they got away with it. It's more that in his heart, Willy Wonka gave them a second chance because he knew they were good people. Yes. And they get tested.
1: Yeah, that's true. And yeah, like at that point, final scene I was like oh my goodness like they changed this person to someone else like it it felt I mean it the, the way it was supposed to feel but Charlie we won't say why but he passes the test and that makes everything better and I did like that very much
0: one thing i will mention in the story here and then we'll move on is there is a mysterious man in here with a scar that goes up to each of the kids Mm -hmm. and that is a mystery we'll leave that open because you didn't know who it was right
1: yeah because he he is not in the remake at all so i had no idea what, what, what that was about and uh, i really like that payoff
0: okay some few more technicals i thought most of the effects for this time were good the very ending scene is pitifully bad now looking back when they get in this wonka vader thing um i don't want to go into too much on that but i think for the most part the technicals were suffice for this movie it's very carnival-esque like these contraptions it's all you know, practical stuff except mm-hmm. some of these scenes and they really stick out like a sore thumb band.
1: Yeah, I read on IMDb about the, the blueberry scene that one day the, that girl she was at school and and he and her classmates started started to laugh and tell her that she was going blue. And that happened because the makeup that they used started to resurface somehow. <laughs> But funnily enough, I don't know if that's a thing with the movie in in previous releases or it's just in this one. I had no idea that they had really used makeup because that scene looks horrible. It just looks like they are shining a light at her and and it looks well. Terrible. what you
0: can tell there is her body is in the suit. It's oh, you know, obvious. yeah no,
1: I mean the the light because it it was funny because her face looked like green screen-ish purple, not really like with makeup. I would have preferred to see it just with makeup. And even her hair was shining purple. So you could see that they were shining a light at her mm-hmm. somehow. And I, I thought it was very jarring. I didn't like that scene at all. Okay,
0: but will you agree for the most part for this era, it was pretty good effects?
1: Decent, yeah.
0: All right, let's move on to the singing phantom is a singer she holds a note very well (laughs) thank you i am not a musical fan at all i appreciate the main song that gene wilder sings the song you're going to be hearing on an outro very whimsical slow moving the mother sings a song wasn't a fan of that the oompa loompas of course that's real funny and kitschy so that works for me but overall phantom you're better to describe this how do you think the singing was
1: well i think it's maybe the mother was the one that sang the best you know as a as a singer you know but i liked when gene wilder sang He by no means sounded like a trained singer, but he sounded fine to me. The kids couldn't sing to save their lives. I hated their songs. And actually, maybe the only song that I enjoyed was that Pure Imagination one. I thought it was fine. You know it's I don't think it's great. I read that it was the the movie was nominated for best music or something and I just don't understand why because I just didn't
0: like Wow, well, how many movies were released in 1971, 20 maybe? Remember?
1: Maybe. That, yeah, that's <laughs> true. But by that time maybe musicals were coming, you know, out of fashion already, but they 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 were still making a lot of musicals back then. And like it hadn't been a long time since West Side Story and stuff like that so i i, I just wasn't a fan How about of the, the music. grandpa song <laughs> uh, it was okay
0: but it, this isn't your generation though either phantom
1: no it's not but i mean i know musicals from that time and everything and i think there are many others that are better like this she just- was
0: cringing with this wicked english girl song <laughs> i didn't mind it Personally, but I've oh. seen you wincing during oh, this Oh, oh, she was montage. terrible.
1: Like she couldn't sing to save her to save her life, and Charlie couldn't either. Were
0: you listening though to the words? Yeah. She
1: wanted everything then, right then. Well, she,
0: she does the whole movie.
1: Uh huh.
0: This girl is insufferable.
1: Baruka Salt. Yeah.
0: That's. I thought she was a good actress, though. I think she pulled that off, that role she had.
1: Out of the kids, definitely, I would say she is one of the better ones. All
0: right, I'm done, technicals. I'm ready to rate and get to the 4K stuff. What say you? Same. All right, to me, this is a seven. I think everybody should watch this movie once, especially newer stuff. I mean, learn something, see how people were back in the day. And it's just a different era in the united states and what people were going through and it's so funny that this was the biggest story at the time when this movie came out with getting the uh golden tickets and everything and all the news reporters and stuff because things like this were big because not much was going on in life people just had to work and come home and take care of their kids and survive and stuff like that it was a very simplistic time it's so much more complicated now and it's basically about raising your kids and bringing them up right and making good people and i like a feel-good story like this and i really like charlie and gene wilder so i'm giving it a seven i think everybody should see it once it's a rental i've seen it many times i don't know if you're a certain age you'd watch this again so before i turn it over for the phantoms rating i'm wondering would you show your kids this movie if they're between you know three to twelve
1: yeah, I mean, yes. There are certain, uh, I um, I repeat, there are some moments that I am not a fan of. But yeah, sure, why not? Because I also think that everybody should watch this movie at least once, if only for general culture. I myself don't plan on watching it ever again. Maybe the parts with Gene Wilder were, because he made me laugh out loud, like with his, stop, no, wait, don't go there, you know, like his heart wasn't in it, but oh well. I was not a fan of this movie. Gene Wilder definitely made it for me, and he made it sufferable. I cannot believe how long they took to get to the meat ...of the movie, like, oh my goodness, like 45 minutes with people finding tickets? I mean, like, no, no, that that part was way too long, I thought. And uh, I mentioned that I have already seen the remake, I've seen it many times. Let's put it this way, if I could put... Will, And I like Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka, I will say this. But if I could have Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka in the remake it would make the perfect movie. I am not a fan of this. They couldn't sing with the exception that I already mentioned. That, that Charlie's mother, I cannot believe her. Like She did nothing but crush her son's dreams all the time, and I hated that. And uh, I mean, yes, the special effects were good. They were done well in general. I'm giving this movie a five out of 10, and I feel I'm being generous. This is a one-time watch, a one-time rental, and that's it.
0: All right. Sean was so ticked off with this release as it being one of his favorite movies ever. Um, Warner Brothers, where we've covered warner brothers in the last i'm not a fan usually of warner brothers yeah stuff. they
1: are so irregular
0: but i will say sean actually rated this f minus on our guest book i think he compensated for the piss offedness enough <laughs> of the youtube <laughs> viewers with the raven a's on every movie under the sun and I don't think this is an F-minus. There is grain, but we've seen way heavier grain than this movie.
1: Yeah, you are right. There is definitely grain, but I don't find it very distracting, no, really.
0: No, actually, I was surprised. I was expecting it after Sean mm-hmm. commented because yeah, we're in lockstep. He is with us like he don't want the grain he wants them cleaned up he wants that vibrancy he wants the hdr well first and foremost i can say hdr kablooey you're on point with that shot i mean there is no popping in this movie at all
1: no i think what happens here is something very similar to what happened with beetlejuice the mm-hmm. colors look very bright like the the oranges look super bright the greens the red like
0: out of character
1: yes yes actually i think maybe one of the scenes that i might have enjoyed the most was the one with my tv in a perfectly white room i like that because the things that were not white oh that
0: pop! talking about effects that was some great effects when the yes. kids get shrunken
1: yes yeah 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 those were very very good effects and in that scene i mean the things that were not white they didn't exactly pop but they looked very cool in contrast with the white and i
0: will say lady phantom that i felt on this movie the grain got lost to me like it was always there But for some reason, it wasn't prevalent as it is in most to me where I can't take my eyes off of it.
1: It does get lost at points, yeah. And there, I would say there is one uh, close-up of Gene Wilder's that looked very good, Mm -hmm. one, towards the end, and it looked really decent. And I will say that his eyes looked very, very nicely blue.
0: Yes, they did. And since we just covered on last episode, "Smoky and the Bandit, which is another 70s movie, it's got that same effect. The coloring has got a richer feel to it. It's just more lifelike and not lifeless. Because if you throw in the Blu-ray or DVD, you just get that, you know, this sheen of one-dimensionality. Yep if you know what I'm saying out there. It just looks flat. So here you do have coloring upped. Things are more rich. It's not vibrant. It doesn't pop. It's just more rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to use different words I have for all these episodes, but some just work better than others, and it's just, there's more coloring. It just looks more real. And not static and flat and one-dimensional.
1: Yeah, and then in this movie, there is an astonishing amount of color.
0: And that, I think, is where Sean is ticked because if this movie was done by Universal, in my opinion, and they blew out the colors, this could have been a demo disc. Yeah. Because there is so much color in this candy all over the place.
1: Yeah, but they managed to make it flat. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, vivid. It's filmic.
0: It's it's so filmic. Like yeah. they're they they did not take that out. But this this is a fantasy musical. Yeah. This could have been Terminator 2 done. Scrubbed to death. Everything heightened, the colors, deep blacks. There's no black levels to no. speak of in this movie. The darkest it gets is in this tunnel when they're in the boat. It does dip down dark but not to a level where there's light shining because it's so dark
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the colors are very vivid but not popping at all it's it's at the same at the same time vivid and flat
0: which is weird right that's why i use rich if you compare them like a older picture with a new picture that's exactly what i'm talking about like phantom if you look at my graduation picture and then look at a picture that was just recently taken that's exactly how you describe it uh-huh. like in my face it's got that one tone but if the contrast was up the little more color was given to it it just looks better more lifelike
1: uh-huh. exactly
0: you know so i think we're in agreement okay with the audio they did not do an atmos track with this good it's nothing they would have did with it anyway we said that on last episode with smoky and the bandit it is dts 5.1 wow oh
1: it was one step up from mono i mean really like it yeah it sounded there, so, i heard
0: like one thing come from the rears and it was I like didn't so hear anything. it was one quick i think it was the waterfall scene it was just like a little ambience behind me
1: yeah and i but think nothing
0: to speak of
1: yeah i caught maybe like two tiny bass moments but nothing did too you that. yeah I it was just no like bass. no no it was it was not even in a song or anything it was just like a moment that they wanted to to sound like mysterious or something that it just went like boom
0: Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, was twice. bass was lacking. Yeah, and
1: it was twice, and everything else was just super front, like it, it came everything from the front, and the voices had no depth whatsoever.
0: The best was the Gene Wilder singing, I would say. It sounded, it didn't sound like it came from the 1970s, let's put it that way. It does sound like it was reproduced a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not to today's standard, nope. but it does sound better than it did back in 1970 well, on one little tiny mono speaker. But it's got that very hollow, tinny sound with voices yep. and everything. So we were displeased with that. All right, what special features we got on this bad boy?
1: We have the commentary with the Wonka Kids and the 4K. Plus wow. on Blu-ray documentary "Pure Imagination: The Story of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory," four sing-along songs, vintage featurette, and theatrical trailer.
0: All the kids did that, huh? Yeah. Wow. All five of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was for the 30th anniversary. I think. Oh,
0: so that's just a repurposing for this release. I think
1: so because I read on IMDb that for the 30th anniversary, I think the five of them got together to do the commentary
0: all right for me i'm like right there with you sean i don't think it's an f minus we have like three f minuses and they're like totally garbage like this i don't think is totally garbage it's definitely not worth the money if you have this on one of the 10 other formats that was released that don't spend that i'm giving this a d but it's unworthy what do you got
1: same yeah it's not worth it definitely um but it's not that terrible <laughs> right
0: and it's a shame i think this one was a good 24.99 so this was a pretty expensive 4k release so if you haven't got this yet and you're interested we are definitely with sean sean is definitely right it's not worth it but the one thing i was surprised was is i did get lost in this one i don't think the grain was heavy handed <laughs> at all
1: yeah it could have been much worse
0: yes so there you have it thank you to everybody for listening to movies in 4k get that subscription and remember new releases come out every thursday
1: hold your breath make a wish count to three come with me and you'll be